हरिओं विभूति योगंच मम यो वेत्ति तत्व सो विकंपेन योगेन युज्यते नात्र संशय भगवान टेल्स अर्जुन दट वन हू अंडरस्टैंड्स माय विभूति एंड माय योग इन एसेंस गेट्स एस्टैब्लिश्ड इन दैट योग ऑफ फ्री फ्रॉम ऑल ट्रेमर्स फ्री फ्रॉम ऑल डिस्टर्बेंस मींस वन गेन्स टोटल आइडेंटिफिकेशन विद गॉड न अत्र संशय देर इज नो डाउट अबाउट इट सो ऑल अवर थॉट्स ऑल इमोशंस ऑल वैल्यूज एवरीथिंग एमर्ज फ्रॉम दैट सुप्रीम कॉन्शियसनेस अलोन ऑल द सेवन ऋषीज और द सेवन कॉजेस ऑफ दिस वर्ल्ड एंड द फोर सनत कुमार आदि मीन्स द अंतकरण चतुष्टय and the different aspects of our mind all of them are born from that supreme reality alone mad bhava manasa jata all of them are born from that pure existence pure consciousness pure bliss sat chit anand brahma everything whatever we experience in this world are expressions of this sat chit and anand alone all that we experience we experience as ease 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 only the name and form differs but we experience all this as ease as existing then one is conscious of it without being conscious we cannot experience anything and we also experience certain level of joy in our experience so every experience is associated with existence with consciousness and with bliss certain level of bliss so everything whatever we experience is an expression of that sat chit and ananda parmatma alone so one who follows this path and comes to recognize that truth becomes free from all bondage becomes free from this samsara in order to help us to understand that supreme self our own self bhagwan gives some more guidance in verse number 8 let us chant aham sarvasya prabhavah प्रवर्तते इति मत्वा भजन्ते बुधा भाव सर्वस्य प्रभवः मत्तसर्वं प्रवर्तते बुधा द वाइज सीकर कॉन्स्टंटली वर्शिप मी भजनते माम वर्शिपिंग गॉड इज टू कॉन्स्टंटली कंटेम्प्लेट एंड थिंक अबाउट गॉड चिंतयति कंटेम्प्लेट्स 
tries to understand tries to uh, recognize that essence of god and what is the essence he says they contemplate that aham sarvasya prabhavah that i am the originator of everything this world and all the various aspect of this world the stiti the utpatti stiti samhar plus all various types of karma various types of karma phala everything has originated from that supreme reality whom we call ishvara whom we call god what we call brahma we call paramatma different names are there it's called sat ekamkar hmm? satnam omkar various names are there of that supreme reality bhagwan says that aham sarvasya prabhavah i am the originator of everything prabhavah utpatti and mattas sarvam pravartate and by me only everything functions by my presence alone everything moves everything functions from me it originates and supported by me it functions everything the entire cosmos with all the beings originate from me and functions because of me iti matva bhajante maam thus one contemplates things about it tries to with our eyes open also when we look at this world we should know that it is pervaded by that supreme reality and uh, everything functions because of that supreme but with our eyes closed when we meditate we have to dive deep and try to uh, identify with the very source of our our thoughts our very being because that reality alone is the source of everything so iti matva bhajante maam budha bhava samanvita with full attention with full dedication with full bhava wise seeker they constantly meditate upon me they constantly contemplate on me see in the beginning our attention may not be on the on this self our attention is all the time in the world so when we follow the path of karma yoga slowly and steadily our mind becomes pure and as the mind becomes pure our attention goes more and more within ourselves when there is deep sense of peace and deep sense of joy our attention is uh, more uh, towards our own self when we are disturbed our attention goes elsewhere in the names and forms but as one gains that purity of the mind gains that peace and quietude the attention shifts more and more towards the self so one who uh, the wise seeker bhagwan says after knowing my vibhuti and my yog after listening about my nature constantly contemplates on me so that is the path of 
Vedanta, that is the path of the Upanishad. The path is Shravan, Manan and Nididhyasan. We have to listen about the nature of God, contemplate on it and meditate. Contemplate means think about, think and understand. And once we have understood, we have to pay attention towards this understanding. This understanding will lead to the final experience. Understanding will lead to that state of uh, samadhi or the final experience. So Bhagavan says, the wise seeker, they constantly contemplate upon me, taking the this indicator that I am the source of everything. Aham sarvasya prabhavaha and mattas sarvam pravartate. This is the hint given for our contemplation. So based on that, we have to think. We have to enter our own within through contemplation. As Bhagavan Ravana Maharshi says, you dive within yourself through chintanam. Hmm? Uh, what do you call? Majjata chinvatava atmanishto bhavatvam. By diving within ourselves, by contemplation, you come to recognize your own self. So that is the path. The path is very subtle. The path is very uh, very narrow. So one has to follow this path through the, the process of contemplation. Vichar. That word vichar is also very beautiful. It has come from the dhatu of chara. Chara means to move. Chara means to move. Vichara means to move inwards. So with the help of our thinking, we move as though towards our own self. So iti matva bhajante maam buddha bhava samanvita. Some more, uh, uh, what you call, indicators of these great uh, seekers of truth are given in the next verse. Machitta madgata pranaha Bodhayanta parasparam Kathayantashyamam nityam Tushyanticharamanticha Machitta madgata pranaha Modhayanta parasparam Bhagavan says, these seekers, how they are machittaha, they place their chitta, their mind in me. See, this is the, for those who are sincere and serious about gaining that state of God-realization. Very few people are really interested Others are interested in just worldly things and all. We have our own problems. Financial difficulty or some other parenting, health, other things we might be having. 
but those who are serious about recognizing and knowing god then this is the path see even in the world if you want to meet someone like if you want to meet the president there so much of procedure is there once i had gone to meet the president so much procedure you have to go through the security and this and that and and uh, then finally you meet the president similarly those who want to meet the creator the president the master of this universe there is a procedure is there and what is the procedure there is given here chintanam action the first step is action second step is feeling third step is thinking and fourth step is meditating meditation is the final meditation is very subtle in meditation no thinking is allowed in thinking no feeling is feeling you transcend the feeling no doubt the feeling is required but you think very objectively using logic using rational uh, thinking so the path of action is karma yoga path of feeling is bhakti path of thinking is jnana and finally dhyana meditation meditation is a wherein just being is there it's not an action if somebody says please teach me meditation how to do meditation that is not how to do sleeping you just lie down sleeping is not an action sleeping is a state which you reach similarly meditation is not an action it is very subtle so to begin with we have to start with karma yoga then we have to go into involve our mind also in our sadhana then we involve our mind in our sadhana our feelings then it becomes bhakti when we involve our intellect also in our sadhana then it becomes jnana and further when we transcend this transcend the body mind and intellect and just remain in the level of being that is meditation so bhagwan says that serious seekers of enlightenment they become machittaha the first they fill their mind with my thoughts machittaha they fill their entire mind with thinking with my thought they they think about me they contemplate they try to understand my nature their mind is all the time in me only hmm. they have placed their mind in me just like sometimes we ask person tera man kahan hai where is your mind the seekers are those whose minds mind is in god so mad chittaha mad gata pranaha prana also their uh, organs of action also means all their actions are dedicated to god all their actions are dedicated to god prana also means life they have dedicated their life to god to god realization to enlightenment to gain that final state of realization which is the ultimate 
uh, in our human existence. As a human being, the ultimate thing which we can attain is that enlightenment. So one has dedicated their entire life for this. I will, I will either attain that or I will give up my life. That type of feeling. So, mad gata pranaha, one whose pranas are totally dedicated to me. And bodhayanta parasparam, and they even interact with others. When they interact with others, they talk about me alone, Bhagavan says. They explain my tattva to others. Bodhayantaha. Bodhayanta means explain or teach or uh, give that knowledge, wisdom to others also about me. Uh, it is said in the scriptures that if the path of this uh, um, enlightenment is tat chintanam, tat kathanam, anyonya tat prabodhanam. That one should uh, think about it, one should talk about it and one should uh, discuss or explain it to others. See, the best way to learn is to teach someone. And that is what our Pujya Gurudev has, with his kindness, has given to all of us. This great uh, uh, field that you not only uh, learn, but you teach. When you teach, you learn the best. We can learn the best when we teach. And we should also um, encourage questions. Now I keep on talking, but once in a while I have this question answer sessions. We should encourage questions from different people. Because when a person asks question, a particular window in your head opens up. You start thinking about the same topic in a different way. Because each person has got their own way of thinking. So you may have thought about it deeply, but still you might not have looked uh, at that point from a different standpoint. So when a person asks that question, you can shift your standpoint and think. And the more questions you listen and answer, the more your understanding becomes more complete. So it's a bodhayantaha, whatever we have understood, we should teach to someone else. And uh, different levels of people who are there, if you teach them, you understand it more deeply. Whatever you have understood, you should be able to teach little children. We should, we should teach them the essence of our scriptures. Many times we teach them all sorts of other things and then we try to teach them the essence. We should teach them the very essence. Bhagavad Gita, that knowledge of Bhagavad Gita should be taught to little children also. They will understand about life, about death, about the eternity of the self. One should be able to communicate to them that the self doesn't die, that the self is same in all, that the self is the very source of this entire creation. We keep on telling them other stories and all, and we sideline the main essence. So, bodhayantaha, 
when we teach others. So these great seekers, they teach each other. Teach each other means not only teach, but you should learn from the other person. Should be able to listen with full attention to the other person and learn from that person. Means from other seekers. See, it is said that when a teacher teaches, 25% only we understand in the beginning. If we are a good student, we understand only 25% of what the teacher is saying. Then other 25% we understand when we discuss with our fellow students who have also heard the same teacher. Then more 25% we understand when we sit alone and think about it, contemplate on it. And the remaining 25% we understand after the passage of time. Certain things require time to understand. After a passage of certain time, suddenly we understand. Yeah, now I understood. So this is how our understanding goes. So Bhagwan says that you place your mind in me, you dedicate all your life to me and teach about me and learn about me from others. So discuss about me. Kathayantascha maam nityam, they constantly talk about me. They teach, Kathayantaha, they talk about my essential nature. Hmm. Without going into the outer details, they go to the essence and talk about it. The more you speak, the more it becomes clear to you. It's like a joke. Some people laugh two, three times on a joke. Once when they hear it, once second time when they tell it to someone else, and third time when they understand it. Similarly, if we, if we teach, then maybe we will understand. And that is the idea behind me also teaching. That while teaching you, maybe something I can understand. So it's a very beautiful method. Hmm? So, kathayantashchamam nityam, the constantly we should talk about it, think about it, dedicate our life to it. Constantly be in tune with it. It's a study. It's a path of contemplation and study. Huh. And this is a this is the path which is indicated in all our scriptures in the Upanishads. It is very clear. Bhagwan says they are constantly. Following this path, Tushyanti cha, Ramanti cha, they are satisfied in me. They derive great pleasure, great joy in thinking about me and constantly they revel in me, Ramanti. So this is the, this is the path being shown us. They constantly revel in me. They get, derive great joy in me. Their mind is in me, they have dedicated their life in me, they teach and learn from others, they talk about me and they are involved in that only. And once we are saturated with this, with this, it said God intoxicated as they say. 
But not just with feeling, with thinking, with understanding. It's not just a sentimental thing. God intoxicated means not just uh, some sentimental, but one who is engaged in that thinking. Like a scientist, like Einstein or like some other great scientist, their mind is constantly in that. And when they will discover or when certain things will happen, they don't know. Like Archimedes, he was having a bath after a long time. And in the bath, actually, bathtub and all, you are very relaxed, like. He was thinking about this problem, about uh, that buoyancy and all. But there he was very relaxed, like. Suddenly, he that understanding came to him. And he jumped out of it with so much of joy. Similarly, this constant thinking and all, suddenly that flash of understanding will happen. That flash of understanding is called that state of meditation. Meditation is the peak of understanding. Thinking is a process which leads to that. But that meditation is the peak of understanding. And that peak of understanding is equivalent to experience. There is no difference between understanding and experience. So, kathayantascha maam nityam tushyanti cha This is the path. Constantly think about God and talk about Him, learn about Him, teach about Him and revel in Him and get derive great joy in Him. Such people, such seekers, Bhagwan says, don't worry about, oh, when will I get knowledge? How will I gain that understanding? Bhagwan says, don't worry. You just follow this path and I will give you that knowledge. This is the promise. You just create this environment within you and I will give you that knowledge. It's like, like, like sleep. We just create that atmosphere and sleep comes. Similarly, create that atmosphere and knowledge will happen. It's like uh, rubbing the wood. This example is also given in the scriptures. That two woods are rubbed to each other and they become very warm and they start uh, giving out smoke and suddenly they get catch fire. That fire is totally a different phenomenon altogether. Fire is there in wood, but that wood when it is cold, that fire cannot be kindled. So wood first it should become warm. Then it all its liquid and all escape and it becomes more and more warm. And at a particular time we will not even know that now it is ready. Sometimes we might know, zap, suddenly it catches fire. And once it catches fire, then you don't have to rub anymore. You just sit back, relax and enjoy the fire. Meditation is that fire. Process of meditation might be rubbing. Many people just rub and just sit, relax and again next day again they rub. (laughs) Fire might not be kindled. But if that fire is kindled, then our calm hogya. To kindle that fire, we need 
proper contemplation thinking so contemplation is the is the process of meditation meditation is that fire which burns all the darkness which destroys all darkness and gives us that experience of enlightenment and that bhagwan says i will give you that is the promise he says in the next verse तेषां सततयुक्तानां तेषां सततयुक्तानां तेषां सततयुक्तानां भजतां प्रीतिपूर्वकं हां तेषां दोस दोस सीकर्स हु आर ऑफ दैट अबव क्वालिटी मच्चित्ता मद्गतप्राणाः Satatayuktanam, constantly tuned to me. Those seekers who are constantly tuned, their physical body is tuned by doing lot of seva of me. Their mind is tuned with that love and devotion for me. Their intellect is tuned to me by thinking and understanding my nature. So they are constantly tuned to me. Tesham satata yuktana. See, as I said about God, the indicators are given and we have to think about it and the thinking leads to that understanding and that understanding leads to the tuning with God. We get tuned as though we get connected. We get connected to Bhagwan. We get connected to our own self. Bhagwan means don't think someone is sitting there up there. We get connected to our own higher self. We connected. We get connected to our being. See, all of us are, but we are not experiencing our own existence intensely. That intensity is not there in experiencing our own existence. All of us are. Nee? All of you are, na? All of us are. But whenever we are involved in our dreaming or in our perception or something, our attention goes away from our own being. Our life goes by without even experiencing life. We are constantly in some other world itself. So that existence per se is not not recognized. Though I am existing, I am consciousness, I am bliss, but I don't recognize my own being. So for that one has to use this technique which is shown in our scriptures. It helps us to transcend our mind, transcend our body, transcend our thinking and experience our own self as it is. So, Bhagavan says, Tesham Satata Yuktanam, those who are constantly tuned to me, 
भजताम प्रीतिपूर्वकम दोज हु वर्शिप मी वर्शिप यर मीन्स चिंतनम थिंक अबाउट मी कंटेम्पलेट ऑन मी दॅट इज द अल्टिमेट वर्शिप इन द बिगिनिंग वी यूज फिजिकली वी ऑफर समथिंग वी ऑफर फ्लॉर एंड ऑल दॅट टू क्रिएट दॅट टाईप ऑफ फिलिंग इन अवर माइंड बट द अल्टिमेट वर्शिप इज टू बी ट्यून टू गॉड to identify with god to feel to feel his presence hmm and that is done through contemplation by thinking reflection so tesham satat yuktanam bhajatam preeti purvakam therefore bhagwan uses the word preeti purvak sneha purvak not for the sake of gaining something in return not with some ulterior motive not for worldly or some other purpose but with intense love for that divinity alone they contemplate on it god for god's sake only not for something else enlightenment for the sake of enlightenment alone not for something else one doesn't use god to gain something else huh? then they are not of the highest type and generally people do like that bhagwan mujhe ye de do wo de do means something else is more important to us than god himself but here preeti purvak means having complete devotion dedication reverence for god alone nothing else is there in their agenda ananya bhakti प्रीतिपूर्वकम सच डेडिकेटेड थिंकर्स एंड सीकर्स वेन दे आर इन्वॉल्व इन दिस भगवान सेज आय गिव दॅम नॉलेज नॉलेज हॅपन्स टू दॅम सी नॉलेज कम्स एज अ ब्लेसिंग्स ऑफ ब्लेसिंग ऑफ दॅट सुप्रीम डिव्हिनिटी थिंकिंग इट्सेल्फ इज नॉट नॉलेज थिंकिंग जनरेट्स किंडल्स दॅट फायर दॅट इज नॉलेज as i said rubbing itself is not fire but rubbing kindles that fire thinking itself is not knowledge but that thinking in the right direction creates that atmosphere in our own antakaran on our mind our intellect our heart that that knowledge happens and how that knowledge happens bhagwan says i give that knowledge dadami buddhi yogam i give them knowledge buddhi yog buddhi yog knowledge of my own self knowledge of that essence that state of enlightenment comes as a blessings grace of god because when one contemplates one has to then drop the body drop the mind drop the ego also gets dropped nothing is there helpless totally surrendered in that state bhagwan says i give that knowledge dadami buddhi yogam tam yena mam upayanti te by that buddhi yog they come to attain me come to recognize me come to become one with me this is a path this is how it is so through that 
process of karma yoga, bhakti and all, slowly one reaches this state and constantly meditates, contemplates like great uh, seekers of our country, Bhagwan Ramana Maharshi, Nisargadatta Maharaj, our own Pujya Gurudev, Swami Taponji Maharaj, Swami Vivekanandji, Ramakrishna Paramhamsa, all of them, they created this environment within that that knowledge dawned in them. Dadami buddhi yogam tam. I give that knowledge. Yena maam upayantite. And this knowledge is that by which you come to recognize me. Knowledge means not some, 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 what you call, knowledge in the form of thoughts. Knowledge means experience only. Experience of the self. Later on Bhagavan will tell that self alone experiences itself. There is no medium. There is no media in between. It is, it is a different state. It's a state of enlightenment is a different state altogether. Bhagavan says, as though I give it. I am the one who dadami give this knowledge. Dadami buddhi yogam tam yenamam upayantite. And what is this knowledge? What does exactly this knowledge do? Bhagavan says in the next verse, Tesham evanukam partham Ahamadnyana jantamaha Nashayamyatma bhavasthaha Jnana deepena bhasvata Tesham evanukam partham Ahamadnyana jantamaha Nashayamyatma bhavasthaha Tesham, to those seekers, Tesham eva, to them alone. So this is the path. Those who have followed this path, to them alone, eva. Anukampartham, out of compassion for them, I, as I, as that knowledge, destroy their adnyanajam tamaha. The darkness which is born out of ignorance. Adnyanajam tamaha nashayami I destroy. How? Atma bhavastaha remaining in their heart as knowledge. Remaining in their antakarana atma bhavaha staha jnana deepena bhaspata by the Deepak, by the light of uh, this knowledge, which is illumined, this is in a poetic way Bhagavan is saying, by that light of knowledge illumined, I remaining in their heart, destroy the darkness of ignorance. Hmm. Means this, uh, actually our uh, main thing is, there is this ignorance, ignorance of our own self. I not knowing myself 
and I imagining myself to be someone else is called ignorance. Not knowing our own supreme nature and imagining ourselves to be someone else is called ignorance. It's called avarana and vikshepa. Avarana means covering over our nature and vikshepa means imagining something else. Like the example of rope and snake. Not to know the rope is one thing and to know it as a snake is another. So non-apprehension and misapprehension. That is called ignorance. And apprehension is called knowledge. So at present, in the state of ignorance, we have this non-apprehension and misapprehension. I am that supreme Brahma, Aham Brahmasmi, that we don't know. We might know from Pravachan and all, but it is not experienced. So I am that supreme Brahma, Soham, Soham, Chidananda Rupa, Shivoham, Shivoham, that is not known. But that doesn't mean I don't know myself. If you ask me who are you, I will give a big uh, thing about myself. Whatever I tell about myself is an imaginary personality created temporarily because of the body, mind, thinking, my memories, that personality is created. That is called Vikshepa, that is an imaginary personality, not the real. It's like the snake on the rope. But the snake exists for a long time. Hmm. So whatever I know, whatever you know about yourself is just a, a temporary imaginary personality. Just as in a dream. If you are a, if you become a king or a queen in your dream, throughout the dream's period you will become a, you will remain a king unless there is some election and all. Or there is agitation. Huh? Millions of people want you to step down. Otherwise you remain a king in your dream. It, it's, it, it's, uh, reality as though seems to be lasting in the dream. But when you wake up, it just disappears. You don't even know. You, it just disappears somewhere. You are there, but that king disappears. Similarly, at present, whatever you think you are, with the death of the body, that disappears. And some other personality rises. But as long as this body is there, it continues to exist. I am so and so, born at such and such place. That is what I studied. These are my parents. This is my Facebook. All these things remain. But once the body is dropped, you cannot go online and change your status. Now I am getting boiled in the refined oil. You can't do like that. You can't do, change your status. It remains as it is. Hmm. Similarly, huh, so we have this ignorance about our own self and we have certain imagination about ourselves. That is called ignorance. This ignorance gets destroyed when this knowledge happens. By the blessings of God, when we keep on contemplating, that knowledge dawns. 
Therefore, it is called Bhagwan says, I give. Means that supreme reality as though gives this knowledge. It's like when the clouds move, the sun shines. The clouds don't make the sun shine. The sun is shining. When the clouds move away, we see the sun shining brightly. Or something is covered, a light is covered by some cloth. We remove that cloth and we see the bright light. So the removing of the cloth is just a nimit for that bright light to shine forth. The cloth doesn't give rise to that light. The cloth just removes that obstacle. Similarly, the, the, when the obstacle gets removed, that knowledge shines forth by itself. So, Bhagavan says, as though I am sitting in their heart, in the form of this knowledge, light of knowledge, illumined light of knowledge, I dispel their darkness, born from ignorance. So, Tesham, and why I do it? Out of my compassion. So, Tesham eva anukampartham aham adnyanajam tamaha nashayami atmabhavastaha nyanadipena bhasvata. So, we just keep following this path and by the blessings of our own Supreme Self, we will gain that state of enlightenment. Hmm just happens like, just gets illumined. So this is the, this is the uh, path. So here in this 11 verses, Bhagavan um, taught Arjuna this, the, this simple path. He first revealed his nature as the very origin of this world. He also explained that everything, all the thoughts and emotions and all the values also arise from me. The Sapta Rishis and everyone has come from me. And one who understands me becomes free from all bondage. So to understand me, you have to constantly think about me, dedicate your life to me, talk about me, learn about me, teach about me and constantly revel in me, and once you do this, I will give you knowledge. Don't worry about knowledge. And with this knowledge, your darkness of ignorance will get destroyed, and you will come to recognize yourself as Brahma, that I am that Brahma. Thus, Bhagavan gave this uh, teaching. Now, Arjuna is requesting Bhagwan to tell him in more details about the Vibhuti. See, Bhagwan had mentioned briefly the Vibhuti. All the emotions and all, they are also Bhagwan's Vibhutis. Then this great uh, uh, Saptarishis, they are also Bhagwan's Vibhutis. But Arjuna wants to know more elaborately about Bhagavan's vibhutis, so that he can contemplate upon them and come to recognize that supreme self. So he requests 
in so many verses arjuna request bhagwan to reveal to him his vibhutis let us chant arjuna uvacha param brahma param dhama pavitram paramam bhavan purusham shashvatam divyam adi devam ajam vibhum param brahma param dhama pavitram paramam bhavan purusham shashvatam divyam adi devam ajam vibhum arjuna addresses bhagwan in so many different names he addresses him arjuna watch he says param brahma o param brahma you are that supreme brahma see bhagwan is sitting there as krishna but he is not just a physical entity it's not just a person in a human form is sakshat brahma that brahma is the one who has recognized himself as brahma and this brahma is that which is the very uh, which is indicated in the scripture as sat chit ananda swarup the pure existence consciousness and bliss is called brahma existence per se see whatever we experience like this flower we experience it as existing but what is the meaning of existing what is that because of which it is existing that because of which it is existing is that existence principle that is called brahma it is not something can be seen it is it is expressing itself as this flower but it is much subtler and beyond this flower it's like beauty beauty might express through a flower but beauty is something much subtler than flower so that brahma here arjuna is addressing bhagwan as that param brahma supreme brahma so param brahma and param dhama you are the supreme abode of the entire creation see here arjuna has started walking this path bhagwan has said you talk about me so he started talking about him to bhagwan only Hmm. you just speak about it see we very much hesitate to speak about it we feel that people might categorize me into something that you are a spiritual or some other person or something we are afraid to speak but when we speak we strengthen our understanding it gets strengthened you might be you are listening to lot of words but when you speak about it you will remember those so bhagwan he addresses him as param brahma param dhama you are the supreme abode ultimately we are sitting and residing in god you are pavitram supremely pure pavitra is that which is not not uh, nothing can uh, touch it nothing can make it um, impure 
It's uh, supremely pavitra. Pavitra also means that which is divine. Hmm. It's it's endowed with divinity. God is that very embodiment of divinity itself. So pavitram paramam bhavan. You are that supreme. Thou art supreme. Paramam bhavan. You are purusham. You are that purusha. Purusha means one who pervades everything is called purusha. One who resides in Pura. The whole world is sometimes indicated as a Pura. Pura means a, a city. The world is a city. The entire world is like one huge city. Like hmm? Kanpur, Nagpur, Kolapur, Solapur. But the whole world is one city. And one who resides in this city is called Purusha. Hmm. So, Bhagwan is one who resides in this entire city of this world. So, Purusham, Shashvatam, but what type of Purusha? Shashvat Purusha, Nityam, eternal, eternal person who doesn't die, who is not touched by time, who is, who remains free from all changes and all modification. Purusham, Shashvatam, Divyam, Divine. You are Divine. Adi Devam, you are the before all the Devatas also. All the little, little Devatas were also born from you. You were before all creation, before all Devatas. Ajam, but yourself are unborn. Vibhum, but still you are, you have become or you appear like everything. You are unborn, but you appear as everything. See so many things. Here we find that in the beginning we saw that in the first chapter, second chapter and all, in the second chapter and all, Arjuna used to ask question in one 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 shloka, but here he is now he is he is so much so much fascinated by what Bhagwan is saying that he just first wants to praise him before even asking before even requesting he wants to praise the Lord. He is saying that you are that Param Brahma, you are unborn but still appears like everything. Further, he says, Ahustvam Rishaya Sarve Devarshir Naradastatha Asito Devalo Vyasaha Swayam Chaiva Bravishime Ahustvam Rishaya Sarve Devarshir Naradastatha says, how you came to know so many terms, Param Brahma, Param Dhamma. He says, all great rishis, 
they talk about you in these terms only. Ahuhu, they speak. Twam, Rishayas survey, all the Rishis, they talk about you in this language. See, the, uh, our scriptures are, they are talking about so many Rishis. And they are at, at different times, a different uh, geographical area. But all of them are talking about that same truth. There is a very famous statement that uh, Ekam Sat Vipra Bahudhavadanti That truth is one, but the wise people talk about it in different ways. But all of them are talking about that one truth alone. So here, so many rishis and munis, they talk about you as Param Brahma, Param Dhamma, Pavitram, Paramam Bhavan. Just as in science also, they keep on discovering, they keep on doing some research. And finally they discover one thing, then all the scientists talk about it in the same language. Before the discovery of atom, they did not know what is that atom. Then suddenly they discovered atom. And all scientists, they did experiment and they started talking about it in the same language. When they talk about atom, they say that it is made up of this, what you call, proton, neutron, electron. Hmm. Scientists from all over the world, they don't say that in Germany we don't talk about atom. We talk about it in different way. All scientists, they talk about it in the same way. Similarly, all rishis who have experienced the truth, they speak in the same way. And that itself is the proof that there is this supreme truth and which is same, which is experienced in the same way by all realized masters. So, Ahustvam Rishayas Sarve. Rishi means those who are the seers. They are called the Rishis. Mantra Dashtaraha. Seers of the truth. Directly who has experienced the truth, they are called Rishis. So, Ahustvam Rishayaha Sarve. And who Sarve Rishayaha? He names a few of them. Devarshi Naradas Tatha. Like Devarshi Narad. Those who are devatas and those who are rishis also, they are called devarshi. Those who are king and they are rishis, they are called rajarshi. Those who are brahmana and they are rishis, they are called brahmarshis. So even devarshi Narad also talks about you as param brahma, param dhama. Naradji is considered to be the direct manasputra of brahmaji. A great rishi. Great Devata and constantly Naraji uh, is uh, thinking and reveling in the, in the glories of God. And Naraji is one of the most uh, fascinating uh, missionary also. His mission is to make everyone Bhagwan's devotee. Ena kena prakarena. By whatever means, Naradji has taken this vow that I will place Bhagwan in everyone's heart. And he is such fascinating that even enemies, there are no enemies to him. Even Rakshasas welcome him. Whenever Naradji is to come, they used to get very excited. Naradji Agri. Ayya Maharaj. So, he was welcomed by everyone. 
because he was really sincerely he thinks about everyone's welfare. Narada, that word means, Nar means knowledge of God. Naram dadati iti Narada, one who gives that knowledge of God is called Narada. So his main mission is to make everyone Bhagwan's devotee. He also talks about God as Param Brahma Param Dhamma. Devar Sher Naradas Tatha. Then other Rishis, he mentions few Rishis like Asitaha. Asitaha is Rishi mentioned in the scriptures. Then Devalaha, another Rishi named Devala. Then Vyasaha, Ved Vyasji. Ved Vyasji also great Rishi considered as Bhagwan's avatar. Ved Vyasji also compiled the Vedas. See, Vedas were not written by Ved Vyasji. He just classified them into various uh, in group. Ved Vyasji is not the author of Vedas. Vedas are revealed by God alone. But he classified them into various groups like Rig Veda, Yajur Veda, Sama Veda, Atharva Veda. Ved Vyasji also wrote Mahabharata. He is the author of Mahabharata. Ved Vyasji has also written Brahma Sutra. Brahma Sutra is a text which explains the Upanishads. So Upanishads are the revealed scripture which reveals the which, which reveals Brahma. It's a revealed scripture. There is no author of Upanishad. It is just revealed. Like in science also, certain laws are there. They are revealed. They are, there is no author. Like gravitational law. It was understood by Newton, so we call it Newton's law of gravitation. But it was before Newton also, it, that law was there. It got revealed. The, the figures and all are revealed. They are not, uh, they are not uh, created by the scientist. They are there like that only. Mean? Similarly, the scriptures are revealed. So, Ved Vajji just classified them. Huh? So, he wrote that Brahma Sutra explaining the Upanishads. So, Asitaha, Devalaha, Vyasaha, they talk about you as Param Brahma Param Dhamma. Not only they, but you yourself also have revealed your own nature to me. So, Swayamcha Eva Bravishime. You yourself have revealed your own nature as Aham Sarvasya Prabhavaha Matas Sarvam Pravartate. That I am the originator of this entire creation. Everything is pervaded by me. Everything functions because of me. So, you are speaking about yourself as Param Brahma. All these Rishis, Devatas, Naradji, and other Rishis also talk about you. Okay, I speak and Rishis speak about me in this way. But do you really believe in all whatever I have said? See, one thing is to listen. But another thing is to accept and believe and have trust in what we have heard. That's called Shraddha. So, here Arjuna says, yes, I have this Shraddha. He says, Sarvam etad ritam manne 
यदसि केशव नहिते भगवन् व्यक्तिम् विदुर्देवान दानवाह सर्वमेतद्रतम् अन्नीम् हाँ सर्वम एतद रितम मन्ने अर्जुन सेज दैट व्हाट एवर आई हैव हर्ड फ्रॉम द ऋषिस एंड फ्रॉम अदर्स एंड फ्रॉम यू आई आई बिलीव देम टू बी ट्रू आई रितम मन्ने सत्यम मन्ने आई कंसीडर आई एक्सेप्ट इट एस ट्रूथ आई हैव नॉट एक्सपीरियंस्ड इट बट आई एक्सेप्ट इट एस ट्रू दैट्स कॉल्ड श्रद्धा Shraddha is to accept what the scriptures are saying, what the teacher is saying, is true, is called Shraddha. And when we, because they are giving the statement, we have to follow it to experience it. We cannot experience when it is being said, we have to follow that process. It's like somebody showing us a laddu and saying that this is sweet. So just by listening to it and understanding it, we will not really experience that sweetness. But to even before experiencing that sweetness, to accept the words of that person is called Shraddha. And that person says, you eat it and you will experience it. If we don't have Shraddha, we will not eat. And if we have Samshaya and all also, we will not eat. Doubt. I think he is trying to poison me with this laddu. <laughs> so we will not eat. So Shraddha is required for action to happen. Without Shraddha, movement is not possible in an unknown field. If you want to move in an unknown field, which you have never gone before, Shraddha is required. To move in the known field, Shraddha is not required. But this enlightenment is in, at present is an unknown field. We don't know. We have never experienced it. And if we don't believe, then we will not move in that direction. And it cannot be totally, uh, what you call, uh, proved unless we, because experience is its final proof. And experience can be had only when we move in that direction. So to move, we require Shraddha, faith. Therefore, in the fourth chapter also Bhagavan says, Shraddhavan Labate Jnanam. We should have faith, then only we will gain knowledge. Faith is a temporary phenomenon. Faith leads us to knowledge. Once that knowledge happens, then faith has fulfilled its purpose. Some people remain at the level of faith. That is also not, not proper. Faith has to be converted into experience. Otherwise that faith can become blind faith also. Faith has to be converted into. Bhagwan says that you follow this path and you will experience my nature. So have faith in his words, follow that path and experience. So Arjuna says, I believe, I have trust 
in your words, I know whatever you are saying and whatever the great Rishi Munis are saying and whatever the scriptures are saying is true. Sarvam etad ritam manne yan maam vadasi keshava. O Keshava, O Krishna, whatever you are speaking, saying to me, I accept it as true. I don't have any doubt about it. Nahite Bhagavan Vektim Vidur Devana Danavaha. I also know that neither the Devatas nor the Danavas know your origin, know your Utpatti. Nahite Bhagavan Vektim. They do not comprehend you completely. They do not know your origin. They do not know your essence completely. Neither the Devatas nor the Danavas know you in your full essence. They are also knowing a little aspect of you. So, Naite Bhagavan Vektim Vidur Devana Danavaha So, the little, little Devatas, they don't know you. The Danavas don't know you. But the Rishis, they have understanding about you. Devarshi knows about you. Naradji knows about you. But other Devatas, they are also ignorant. They are also running around here and there. Hmm. And the Danavas also do not know about you. Further, he says, Bhagavan is just keeping quiet and listening. He is not saying thank you also. He just listens. You want to praise me? Okay, praise me. Hmm. Says further. Swayam evatmanatmanam Vethatvam purushottama Bhuta bhavana bhutesha Deva Deva Jagatpate Swayamevatmanatmanam A very important point Arjuna reveals here. He, first he said that Devatas, Dhanavas do not know you. Then who knows you? You yourself know yourself. Swayameva Atmana Atmanam Vetha God alone knows himself, really speaking. Then how will we know God? By being God, we know God. Being a jiva, we cannot know God. Being different from God, we cannot know God. Knowing God is being God. We cannot know. It's like a, a, that famous example by Bhagwan Ram Krishna Paramahamsa of that salt doll. I had given that example before. So one salt doll, it came to know that uh, it has come from the ocean. That ocean is the God. Ocean is the very source of its own existence. That I am born from the ocean. 
but now I am as though away from the ocean. So that salt doll wanted to become one with the ocean. They wanted to experience ocean, wanted to measure the depth of the ocean. So it went and jumped into the ocean. And as it started sinking inside the ocean, it started dissolving. It was trying to measure how deep that ocean is. And as it was sinking, it was little bit measurement was happening, but it was dissolving. And when it dissolved completely, it became one with the ocean. It became the ocean, but the salt doll did not know the ocean. When the salt doll disappeared, only ocean remains. So who knows the ocean? Ocean alone knows the ocean. In fact, everything, like even the flower, we say, I know the flower. We just know a little bit of that flower. We know just words of flowers. But only flower knows flower. To be the flower is to know the flower. This is about flowers. But about God also, to be God is to know God. Aham Brahmasmi, when we experience, we experience ourselves as God. Shivoham, Shivoham. Chidananda Rupa, Shivoham, Shivoham. I am Shiva. I can know Shiva only as I. I cannot know Shiva as someone different from I. We cannot know God as different from our own self. Hmm. So, Swayam Eva Atmana Atmanam Vetha. Similar term is there in uh, in in Ramayana also. Tulsidas Ji, when he speaks about Ramchandra Ji, he says, Oh, Bhagwan, you know yourself by yourself. You, by your own grace, you know yourself by yourself. Atmana, Atmanam, at, uh, what you call uh, Vetti. I, the self alone knows itself. So, Swayam Eva Atmana, Atmanam, Vetha. So, how do, can I know God? By dissolving yourself, by becoming zero, by, by removing your little identity. If I remove my little and who will know? God will know himself. But what about me? You will become one with God. No, no, I want to remain separate and know God. It's not possible. I want to remain in the waking state and know the sleep. Not possible. You have to give up sleep, I mean waking, to go into sleep. So, Swayam Eva Atmana Atmanam Vetha Tvam Purushottama He Purushottama O great Purusha, you alone know yourself. You are the Bhuta Bhavanaha. From you only all the beings have come. They are born from you. Bhuteshaha, you are the master of all these beings. You are the leader, the controller, ruler of all the beings. Bhuta Isha. Deva Deva, you are the Devata of all the Devatas. Jagatpate, you are the master of this world. You are the owner of this world. You are the originator of the world. You are the originator of all the beings. You are the devata of all the devatas. You alone know yourself. 
స్వయమేవ ఆత్మన ఆత్మనం వేత్ సిటిలియర్ ఈస్ ప్రేజింగ్ ప్రేజింగ్ అండ్ గ్లోరిఫైయింగ్ ద లార్డ్ స్తుతి ఇట్స్ కాల్ బిఫోర్ వి రిక్వెస్ట్ వి హ్ టు డూ స్తుతి so he is doing stuti and it is coming out of his own heart it's not just he is by heart is something and chanting the shloka like aisan and many times we by heart and chant and if if we don't pay attention to the sanskrit and properly it, the meaning might be totally different only the halanta and this and that and all rasva dirgha we should pay attention to it otherwise the meaning will be bhagwan will be shocked listening to it. what is he saying about me <laughs> so arjuna is speaking from his own heart so what is he requesting that we will see tomorrow om purnamada purnamidam purnat purnamudachyate purnasya purnamadaya పూర్ణమేవాశిష్యే శాంతిశాంతిశాంతి హరి శ్రీగురుభ్యో నమ హరి ఓ